Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap, the podcast that always says, thank you, Doug. God damn it. <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. Yeah. Should have seen that oh one coming. Oh my God. I just want to make sure that everyone appreciates you the way you be, you, you deserve to be appreciated. <laughs> the, the way I appreciate myself on some shows. <laughs> yes. Especially that way. I'm with me, as always, I'm is, a giver and a receiver. I guess technically um, I'm Lizzie. In terms of thanks. And with me is Doug. And Deb. Hi. What was the joke we made last night at trivia about Sam Malone being... Sam Malone was a bottom. Bottom. One of the trivia questions was what position did he play? (laughs) He was a bottom. He was a catcher. What was he? He was was a relief pitcher. Relief pitcher. And yes, which technically would make him a top. Yeah, I was like, which would be the third guy in a... (laughs) <laughs> he's, the, he's, he's, the really tap, yeah. he's the one you tap it's out tap, for. Tap out or tag out? Mm. Mm. Tag in. My bad. A little lacking on my wrestling. Yeah, we don't know our sports <clears> things. <throat> anyway, how was your week? Or gay three ways. A, a three way at some point has to be gay. There has to be it, some it, it aspect to be of homosexuality oh, to okay. it. Okay, uh, uh, all male three way. Okay. It's called the Devil's Three Way. No, it's not. That was a joke, honey. Unless you're like Fred Phelps. Then you're better not be having three ways. Well, he's having a three with the devil right now. I'll tell you that much. I'm sorry. I just had that James Adonian, Fred Phelps bit go through my head where he's talking about how he always seems to know the coolest gay events. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's yeah. a gay pride parade in Alaska we have to protest. He's like, really? That I sounds know about awesome. That. Let's go there. James Adomian didn't do uh, any voices on... Uh, yeah. But yet Pete Holmes did Batman. He's put on a lot of weight. Pete Holmes? Yeah. Yeah. With magic. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and Matt Myra's lost weight. Yes, yes he has. And he didn't make any chappy jokes. Not on this one. Ooh, excuse me. But he is the king of, like, running gags on that one. Like, he will find something and then just beat it to death on that show. I think that's how he's in real life, too. Yeah, the Myra method. Is he married? He seems like, no, he's not. Oh, he's engaged. Oh, that's right, he is engaged. But he does seem like the kind uh, of guy he's going to married in Vegas, right? Yeah. Because yeah. his fiance pops up on the new feed that I haven't listened to. Uh-huh. Dory. Yep. Bless you. Science. Go you. logic yourself. That's what you say when you say science when someone sees this and they don't say thank you. A lot of not saying thank you at the top of the show. Can't imagine why. Hey, Doug. It's a thankless job. Thank you for bringing me this Coke. You know, I almost texted you like, no shit, you got Coke here? Did it, did it come well, with Well, it is America. Wait, did it get the one with your name on it? No, he didn't. Well, that's just fucking... But they don't do that on the that's kids. Extremely on the I have failed this city. That's extremely unsensitive, insensitive of you. You know, I've never actually found... And they do do it on the cans. My sister sent me a picture <laughs> of one. Do-do. <laughs> My sister sent me a picture <laughs> of one that she found in New Orleans that says, share this can with your bro. I was like, that's sweet. I don't drink soda, but thank you. I want one that says, like, bra, like B-R-A-W. Just pour it down your shirt. Yep. Pour a little out for your homies. Right on the tees. Oh, uh, if it was like share it with your homies and there was like a like an opening on the and bottom. That's how you get ants. <laughs> is that how you get ants, Barry? Yes, it is. Other Barry. God, Barry, another Barry. Yeah. So what did you do this week other than work and not get thanked for it? <laughs> Actually, that would 
That would have been last week. Um, <laughs> this week, you can uh, turn off your Whatever week. you asked that, I don't know if you're leading me into no, talking I'm about No, I'm seriously asking, like, how was your week? Because <laughs> I'm like, we have a whiteboard. You know what I did this week. Well, yeah, but I mean, I wasn't ready well, to I mean, like, outside of, like, watching TV. You got your car? Uh, great podcast exodus started. The great mm-hmm. uh, North American podcast exodus uh, started. Uh, I'll talk about that on Dam. Gotta come up with a better name for that. The great uh, North American podcast exodus. I think I come to an acronym that works. I think we should go with Manifest Destiny. Go west, my son! Exactly. Go free, my son. <laughs> that's the idea behind this one. Go clear, my son. Oh, wait. No, no. that's Scientology. No. Shh. Oh, uh, no, there's a good idea. Right, now very... guys and guy fox masks are going to show up and shove us out a window just like the 70s. No, no, no. There's well, a they, great idea they'll, for they'll a They'll actually protect us. <laughs> do, a, do a Western period piece, but like about a family of Scientologists working their way west. Oh God! Ugh. We're worried about Indians. We're worried about Thetans. That'd be the best end. It'd be like the worst version of the Americans if, ever. They'd have to be killed by Indians at the end. Mm. Um, feather, not dot. Right. Mola, not man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way, that'd be the only good end of that movie. It's not racist. I was quoting mm-hmm. Family Guy. Do we want to use that as a segue? Speaking of period pieces. Oh, whoa! Okay, I can, yeah, I can go. How about the period? <laughs> How about another period? That's what it is. Another Two period. episodes into a, another period, which is Comedy Central's new... Um, it's kind of like a Real Housewives of dot, dot, dot style reality show, but it's uh, with uh, set in 1902 in, uh, I believe, Baltimore or Boston. Um, and uh, starring and created by Natasha Legero and Ricky Lindholm. Um, starring a whole bunch of people I don't... I can't list them all, uh, but Tom Lennon pops up. Uh, there's a guy from Thrilling Adventure Hour, David Wayne. Huh? Tom Lennon just pops up in things. He well, doesn't... he still produces. I, well, they produce a lot through um, Lennon Grant. Lennon, Lennon Grant, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he's very busy working on Night at the Museum Four. Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. Because uh, fourth one was uh, Secret of the Tablet or whatever the one I saw. Uh, last year. Sure, whatever. It's called Secret of the Tablet. Secret of the Tablet, Secret of the Tomb, something like that. Probably Tomb. It was. It was. I thought the last one was like Night of the Museum, British Adventure. It was in London. It was in London. Okay. Um, it was just weird because I forgot that Robin Williams was in it. It was yeah, right after he died. And I kind of, yeah, it was right. Was I kind of flipped a little bit out because I was like, Oh, Robin Williams! Oh, Robin Williams! Um, but I guess his last movie's coming out, and it's. Weird, darkly serious. They just released the trailer for it. Um, but anyway, another period. I was a little ambivalent on the first episode. Um, really? Because you were selling it to me pretty hard. I thought it was funny, but I was like, let's see where they go with this. Second episode, Swinging for the Fences, is the rape episode, but it's not rape because it's 1902, it's being ravished. And one of their, um, one of their, like, a uh, little, uh, uh, like, foot butler or something, one of their servants, male servants, gets, uh, ravished by a, um, like, cougar, rich cougar type. Um, which he, at one point, oh, some of this off-air, they have the crying in the shower scene, but because it's 1902, he's just in a tub crying with his butler suit on while people pour water over him. 
which I thought was a great visual gag. It sounds like an episode of Archer. It actually um, does kind of sound like an episode of Archer. <laughs> like a flashback to, yeah. yeah. It also um, sounds like something you'd make Woodhouse do. Mm-hmm. Better have a whole bowl of spider webs. Um, but I'm, I'm going to give uh, another period a couple more episodes to see. I think it was um, approved for ten episodes? Probably. Um, but I'm, I'm really digging it. I think it's really funny. You're not really going to say funny. the joke that made both Ryan and I laugh earlier. Which one was that? About ravish culture. That was, yeah, I had, I had written that the whole episode was about ravish culture. <laughs> I have a tri- I'm triggered now, I'm sorry. And that uh, Ricky Lindholm uh, and her... Uh, we should put a spoilers and triggers warning on this one. And her, uh, her boyfriend, who is her twin brother... So twincest. Um, God, I hate that. Word. He gets seduced by the cougar lady, and um, she opens him up to uh, putting fingers in his butthole, which was fun having him like explain that to his dumb sister in terms of what he likes now. Mm. So that was a fun little like cold closing. That was a nice tag on the episode. Something's wrong with Doug. That I like this show. Yeah. I'm describing it horribly. You I, really are. Mm-hmm. Or he's just expanding his horizons and learning a whole bunch about himself while watching Apparently this. Like they even the like butt stuff in 1902. Well, of course they did. Weird they liked stuff. it back in ancient Greece. What would I was going to say, what are they, Greek? We know you like Greek. Get it? <laughs> Only one of us in here speaks ancient Greek. I don't speak it. I can read it. Nobody kinda. speaks it. I used to... Well, we used to in class. They well, I mean, but you don't it. know the correct pronunciation. It's all guesswork. Just stroke it lightly. Mm. With a little twist at the end. So to speak. Slight twist. Not too much of a twist. Shit hurts. Alright, then. <laughs> Sorry. Head to... Been watching too much fucked Speaking up Speaking of butt amazing. stuff. Alright. No, uh, because Patrick Stewart says weird stuff. Butt stuff. Weird stuff. But but stuff. And then uh, Patrick Stewart, of course, uh, reprises his role as narrator in Ted 2. Ted 2 is an odd, oddly plotted movie. Um, he must have children or something, doesn't he? Well, the point is that, yeah, he thinks, he thinks having a kid will What's save fair? his marriage with Tammy Lynn. Okay. Oh, and by the way, they explain away uh, Mila Kunis being gone as she and Mark Wahlberg got divorced between movies. So they were married for what I imagine to be six months. I think they say a couple of years, whatever so it is. So an average American. <laughs> yeah, average yeah. American like, let's get married. Nope, never mind. I knew we should have gotten drunk in Vegas that night. But, uh, so he wants to, uh, they obviously can't have uh, biological kids because he doesn't have a dick, which is brought up repeatedly. Um, Put your finger through the tag. They they do try um, artificial insemination. You did that conversation by... Doug's teddy bear a while ago. Yeah. Don't destroy <laughs> the memory of that. Anyway, sorry. The memory of our conversation or the memory of a bear? Better call him A, better call him B. Um, okay. So, um, they do try artificial insemination, initially trying to steal Tom Brady's uh, sperm, which apparently in in uh, in Boston is a code three one uh, three seventeen. Because okay. he heard over the radio, and they go, the guy goes, "What's a 317? They go, "Someone tries to, someone trying to steal uh, 
Brady's. Tom Brady's sperm again. Um, they then ask, of course, Mark Wahlberg, um, who he does, but then ends up knocking an entire, uh, the, uh, uh, misadventures, knocks over an entire rack of specimens on himself. Okay, why is that always a thing when people go to a fertility clinic? It's not like they keep these giant racks of sperm around for everyone to trip over. Because ropes. <laughs> ropes everywhere. Are we doing the arm, arm thing now? You can, but it's a podcast. And don't see it. You know, I actually have Great a question. Great space work, Doug. I'm guessing, I'm guessing ropes probably does <laughs> Good not Good use of the environment, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Good space work. Um, That's what I said. I'm guessing ropes probably does not help with your fertility. No, it doesn't increase your your. It's all just count. for show. It's just the the the, the other consistency stuff. of the seminal uh, fluid. The, the fluids, yeah. So, anyway, they try to adopt. <laughs> I'm gonna run an experiment one day to see if that shit actually works. I have a pretty good idea how to do it too. What ropes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we take talked it about and then that. Jerk remember? Off. Um, no, it, no, no. I, I don't want to take it. Explain to me your well, I'm the sci- I'm, I'm the scientist. I don't want to take the shit myself. Scientists he just wants to observe what happens. I want to see what happens on some, when somebody else takes it. Not literally. So I was. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't need to. No. I don't need That's to where see I was like, I was like, happens. I'm like, so how does that work? I'm guessing you you probably have them fill out a survey afterwards. <laughs> Please describe the consistency of your semen. What is was the volume? Liquidy. Well, yep. Well, let me see. You also have to keep track of what they ate that week because that actually is asparagus. Ooh. Hope you like the taste of asparagus. Hey man, these are suede. Hey man, asparagus. Uh, I'll quote Wolf. So, did you like Ted Two, or was it just more of the same from Ted One? Because I thought Ted One was really funny, but I'm not sure that I. It is more of the same, but it is really funny. Okay. I, I highly recommend it. Um, so my point was that they try to adopt. That brings up um, that he's not considered a person, mm-hmm. and then he goes to a civil. It, it then turns into like a civil rights thing, which is he we'll see. Oh, is yeah. he a person or is he property? Which you can imagine the jokes they go to with that one, yeah. especially when talking to Morgan Freeman, um, who at one point he goes, "Well, does that sound good in terms of a civil defense?" And uh, Ted just goes, "I don't know what you just said. All I know is I want to sleep in a bed made of your voice." Um, yeah. And like I was saying off air, the whole third act is at New York Comic Con and has multiple references. Very layered, very funny. I don't want to ruin the movie. Sorry, Doug, the, the term is meta. I was going to say meta, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, I was going to say it. You gotta um, keep up with the kids. But uh, Patrick Warburton comes back, uh, Giovanni Rabisi comes back, um, the guy who plays the jawless clown in. Um, American Horror Stories in it. He was okay. also uh, Drew Carey's cross-dressing brother on the Drew Carey show. Yeah. If that helps you guys. I remember. Um, it's, it's, I liked it a lot. Okay. Uh, I, I laughed the whole way through. I mean, it is Seth MacFarlane's humor. I mean, it is And they humor. still made an F. Scott Fitzgerald joke in there. Yes, they did. Wait, the guy's first name was Fuck? They go, no. F. Scott for Fitzgerald. The fuck did Scott Fitzgerald do to you? He goes, he goes, no, it stands for Francis. He's like, well, why don't we just say Francis? He just says F. Well, then he's hiding something. His first name's fuck. Um, they of, keep making jokes about uh, Amanda Seyfried's giant eyes, which they did in a million ways to die in the West. Mm-hmm. But at one point, they can compare her repeatedly to Gollum. 
And she goes, I mean, she's like, pop culture is stupid. So she's like, what's Gollum? And Mark Goldberg's like, ah, don't worry about it, it's a model. And then at the, uh, at the Comic-Con, she comes face, face to face with someone dressed as Gollum, and they both freak out. Nice. <laughs> like, it's really fucking funny. So <laughs> Highly recommended. Doug's official review is, I laughed, I cried, it was better than Cats. I laughed, I cried, I'm a mad depressive. Aww. Uh, it's from The Critic. Highs and lows of the whole time of this show. Oh, well, every once in a while I have like half a cough and I go, Ahem. No, The Critic was actually pretty funny. I'm a big fan of his, yeah, the what disease would it I stinks. rather... No, what disease would I rather have than watch this movie? Yeah. I miss The Critic. I gotta rewatch that shit. I think if they did it now in like a Sunday night block, it'd do better. Oh. If it was on like Fox's animation domination. Yeah. Because yeah. wasn't it on Comedy Central? No, well, it, it was, was like one of the majors, I think. Was it? I want to. I honestly want to say it was like NBC. No. It might have been Fox. Didn't they do a crossover with The Simpsons? Simpsons did it. Yeah. So, like I said, I feel like they yeah if they'd done it more as a block now, it would do uh, a little bit better. I'm literally cycling through the end credits, and I'm pretty sure it was Fox because I think it's got the same company closing tags as The Simpsons. City was it. Well, it's just one of those things where I'm thinking, there's some episode where one of the characters makes herself a dress out of curtains like Scarlett O'Hare, but she mm-hmm. leaves the Venetian blinds in the back. Yeah. You're right, it was Fox. Was it Fox? Mm-hmm. Because it was Albert Brooks. <clears throat> yeah, no, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, you know, uh, TV stations like to keep with the same, like, production teams. There are two seasons. There were only two? Yeah. It was very short-lived, unfortunately. Cause I actually, Fuck, I thought at least three on that one. And then there was this crossover with The Simpsons. It was produced by Gracie Films and Columbia Picture Television. Distributor was Columbia TriStar Television and Sony Pictures. And then the release was on ABC originally, apparently. And then moved to Fox. I knew it was a major network. And then Adam Films slash Shockwave, because they did some web, web episodes, apparently. <laughs> and the reason it did a crossover with The Simpsons was because it, two of the writers were from The Simpsons. Yeah. I knew there was a Simpsons connection. Did we end up talking about the critic? I'm not really sure. Oh, he had a quote from the critic in that comment. Because we were talking about my review yeah. for Ted, and I did the critic reference. Yeah. Um. So if we're going to keep with cartoons, I caught up on all of my Adventure Time. That shit gets really dark in the later on seasons. Yeah, it does. That Marceline and Simon storyline. Oh, mm. my God. It's supposed to be a cartoon. Why did you do this to me? No, it gets real. It's like Futurama dead dog episode sad. Yeah, it gets real. What is that, around like it's, fourth, fifth season? It's fifth season, I want to say. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's it's bad. Fucking, you know, you, the, the Futurama dog episode, you remind me of, uh, I saw a trailer for, there's a new movie coming out, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's about... This kid's brother is in the military, he's in Iraq, he gets killed, the dog comes back home. Max. Max. Oh, God, I can't handle films like that. And I'm watching it going, okay, this is going to be another one of those movies where I'm on a plane watching it. Like, so, Marley and Me, I had never oh. seen Marley and Me. Oh, yeah, they make, and they sold that as, like, a comedy. Oh, yeah, well, most of it was. Until, <laughs> like, the last 15 minutes. And then you're just like, ooh! Um, it just tears your heart out. I had heard good things about it, but I never saw it until... Uh, Chris and I were flying across the ocean to go to Europe for some reason. We were going to a conference in Just Germany. Because, you know. No, there was always a reason. Uh, 
we think we're going to a conference in Germany. Watch their economy collapse. And we're flying across, and we're sitting across the aisle from each other. We're not uh, on the big, you know, the one, one of the big planes with the five seats in the middle, and then two or three on each side. Yeah. And uh, so he's sitting across the aisle from me. And we hadn't talked. We weren't talking a whole lot because he had fallen asleep, and I, I kind of woke up. I'm like, fuck, I need something to watch. So I'm scrolling through, and I'd seen everything except for Marley. I mean, like, ah, screw it, whatever. I'll just fall asleep again. <laughs> I put it on. I get completely engrossed in this movie. I look over, and I see Chris has woken up and started watching something as well. And then it gets to the part where the dog dies. Oh, spoilers. Uh, the dog dies, and I'm sitting in my chair just, like, bawling my eyes out. And I look over, and Chris is crying, too. And I'm like, are you watching Marley and me? And he's like, this is the fucking saddest movie ever. Like, it's like 3 in the morning over the Atlantic Ocean. Both of us are just bawling our eyes out. Like, is it sad? That dog is so sweet. Stewardess comes up. And, or flight attendant, excuse me. Flight attendant walks up and like, can I get you any? She looks at both of us. She's like, are you okay? You're like, we're watching like, movies. She's <laughs> like, have you seen this movie? And she's like, what movie? I'm like, Marley and me. And like, she starts getting watery eyes. She's like, oh God, that's the saddest movie ever. And like, walks off. Like, wait, I could use a drink. Well, it's so funny. I had a similar conversation to this last night about movies that just fucking wrecked me as a kid. Fucking the never ending story when his horse dies just wrecked uh, me when I was a kid. Was it Treyu? What the fuck was the horse's name? I don't remember the horse's name. Yeah. Or I do know that the big four-headed princess is now a ballet porn dancer. And, no, she's not a porn star. She does nude modeling, though. But she does a lot of ballet and stuff, too. I was going to say, but no, that's... Still, has, still has a big forehead. Was she the same princess in the second one? I don't think so. With, uh... I vaguely... I barely remember the second underwater one. Underwater suicide guy and the Flash. I'm sorry, what? Well, it was the never-ending story. Eventually, that was going to happen. <laughs> well, there was a kid that was in that underwater show that committed suicide. Brandis. Jonathan what, Brandis? What, what underwater show? What are you talking about? D- DSV? D- D- oh, the the submarines. Yeah, yeah, with the dolphin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, movie. he was in uh, Sidekicks with Chuck Norris and Joe yeah. Piscopo. Uh, D- DSV was like deep. Something. Sea voyage, something deep sea vehicle, or whatever it was. Yeah, he committed suicide, but his, but his dad in the Neverending Story two, which should have just been called Neverending Story some more, um, never ending. Uh, was, still ending your story. Was, still uh, never was ending. the 90s live action Flash? Was, oh, was okay, 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 gotcha. So yeah, that's your description of those actors: underwater suicide in the Flash. Yep, I kind of like it actually. It makes sense now that he's explained it. You know, and Felcor. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I can think of his robot guy. chicken now. We were, doing, we were doing Family Guy. We were with yeah, I know, but, it, but but what popped in my head was... was uh, the I don't robot, remember the robot chicken one. Oh, uh, the robot oh. chicken one, they throw at the never-ending party. Yeah! And the big rock dude, like, beats up the cops, because he's the bouncer. Yeah. Uh... The princess is getting doggy styled by Treyu, and screaming, "Call out my name!" Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! I used to have like the first three volumes of that on on DVD, and was just like religiously watch that. Oh, old TV so, shows. Other yeah. movies that wrecked me as a kid. What else wrecked you as a we kid? We already covered this. I'm like, uh, did you see Homeward episode. Bound? Yeah, I watched it. The once. Journey Home. 
That didn't. That didn't. No, actually, it's just the two minutes in there when you think the golden retriever didn't make it because he was too old for the job. Oh yeah, that one was yeah. But when you realize that they, I didn't ball like I did at Marley. No, I didn't. I I welled up pretty good. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Or in reality, when you realize how many Milos they went through in Milo and Otis. Okay. I hated Milo and Otis as a kid because I thought it was bullshit, and then I got older and realized how many Milos they went through in that movie and fucking hated it and even they more. They threw like nine cats off a cliff. They shouldn't have filmed next to a Chinese restaurant. Oh, I like how the cat comes out as we're screaming about that. <laughs> Just one of them. There's less you in this world, and I'm happy about that. Um, Where the Red Fern Grows? That was a book, though. Uh, they no, they made, they made a movie out of oh, it. Oh, gotta too. be a Hallmark. It's gotta uh, be a Hallmark. I think it was a Disney, no, actually. Yeah, it was, it was a Disney movie. And then Old Yeller. Oh. Well, yeah, that was Disney. Shane! Shane's Old Yeller. No, okay, here's the thing, though, is that you remember I've been rewatching Friends, mm-hmm. and there's the episode where it's revealed where Phoebe never got to see the end of any sad movie, so she'd never watch the end of Old Yeller. Oh, God. And like, they make her watch or have her watch it. Well, no, she just walks in while they're watching it. She's like, wow, family has dog good times on the prairies. They're like, wait, I've never seen this part before, and it's the part where he has to shoot Old Yeller, and she's like, oh god, why? And just loses it, and then after that, she realizes her mother hasn't let her see any sad parts of anything, so she watches like she all the She skips like the first twenty minutes. Oh movies. god, skips, skips the first twenty minutes of Bambi. She says something. I think Bambi was in there, but she's something about watching It's a Wonderful Life and getting super pissed off. I do remember Bambi. I remember watching Bambi as a kid, like, holy crap. You know, actually, I never watched Bambi as a kid because it really fucked up my dad, so he wouldn't let us watch it. Okay. See, that movie in my family was The Exorcist, so... Oh, I saw The Exorcist when I was a kid. I remember that movie. It was on, like... They put my mom in therapy. Really? Oh, yeah. So here's... I don't know if I've told the story in the podcast before. Have I? No, I've never heard this story. Great. So what happened was, my dad has the ability to read, like, and this is back in, like, 70s, 80s. So when Stephen King was actually scary. Not like, ooh, lamp monster. Um, But, uh, so my dad had the ability to watch horror movies or read Stephen King or anything, like, and just go right to sleep. He's always been that way. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, I watched a lot of horror movies when I was way too young to see him because he's like, that's what I want to watch. Here you go. Um... The Wolfen story. Is Tamara at home? So, you know, um, he had read The Exorcist. They were making the movie. He was, I really want to see this. My mom goes, well, how bad could it be? He goes right to sleep. (laughs) My mom is not a horror fan at all. She did not want to go see The Green Mile because Stephen King wrote it, which my response was, Tom Hanks is in it. How scary could it be? I had read the book, so I was like, there's only one scene in the book that's actually like, Eh, which yeah. was the botched execution scene. Well, I said, I which was really graphic of, in the book, but wasn't in the movie. I don't think it's really any of that movie is really scary. No, he was, at that point, he was getting not scary at all. But, but you know, like that, that was to the extent my mom didn't like horror. So, they go to see The How Exorcist. How bad could it be? He went right to sleep. And my mom sees an ambulance in front of the, the movie theater and goes, oh, someone must have slipped and fallen or something happened. She didn't realize they had ambulances like, on call. on call for people who are having like nervous breakdowns, heart attacks, Jesus Christ. Um, panic attacks, um, so they <clears> go <throat> to go, they, they, they watch The Exorcist. Man, our parents' generation was a bunch of fucking pussies. They go to see The Exorcist. Before torture porn was popular. And my dad immediately goes, let's go get dinner and gets a salad with green goddess dressing, which looks surprisingly like the satanic vomit. 
Um, pea soup. And my mom is so, like, traumatized that for, I think she said, like, two or three months, she was having, like, anxiety attacks. Jesus. Thinking about that. And you've met my mom. She is not, like, an anxiety attack person. Where did you get it from, that? He just built it my on his own. My dad fucked me up. Something fierce. You're just fierce. so high strung. He's a stripper. He's got daddy issues. I'm sorry. I think I, I think oh, I think the better term I thought of was daddy issues. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I talked about it on, on, on last week's damn. Uh, that's right, you did. Because I was like, I gotta find a better way of saying daddy issues because that doesn't sound good when I say it about sorry. me. Sorry. I was like, father. I feel like I, I feel like I need to give you a dollar now. But. uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, and so my mom, so we rented it when I was, you know, we we had like a King Super, even you could rent videos of King Supers. What's that? I'm still hooked on the I owe you a dollar, and Deb went to hand me a dollar. I'm like, no, I'll just use the quarters. I need those Why do you owe me a dollar? Because uh, daddy stripper. is your stripper dollar. I felt like I was. Oh, a dollar. God. Yeah, well, okay. I'd rather be change? a stripper than a whore. I said, uh, do you have change for a hundred? Because I don't think he's earned it yet. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. So went to the King Supers to rent a video. Wow, that's a very old-fashioned sentence. Yes, it is. So we rent went the Exorcist. Tape. Went to rent a tape. My friend Rob and I rent the Exorcist on VHS, and we, you know, we're about to go to my room and, and watch it. And my mom goes, "What are you guys doing?" And we we rented a movie. We're gonna watch it in my room. And she goes, "What movie did you get?" We went, "We got the Exorcist." And she goes, "Get the fuck out of my house! Like you're not watching wow. that here. Not at, not once. Not never." Like, Jesus. Apparently, she gets an accent when she's angry. Yeah. I was the she, said, she joke. suddenly finds Transformers. She, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no. And then when so we went, so went to Rob's and watched it, which that movie had been like thirty years old at that point. The special effects didn't really hold up to us. Um, well, no, but it was based on <clears> a true story, Doug. Oh, whatever they all are. Um, but you know, like we were kind of like, okay, I, I guess, like whatever. And then, you know, I went back and I said, well, why wouldn't you let me, like, watch that movie? And she explained what I just did and was like, holy shit. Like, my mom is not one to have, like, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. That's not her at all. Is your mom religious? Marginally. Was she more religious back then? No. Okay. She was, in fact, less religious. Okay. Because I know that, like, religious people really, it freaked them the fuck out. Mm, yeah. Uh, my mom, my mom's also well. You talking about going to Catholic. Catholic school? So I mean, yeah, like, my mom's very Catholic. So yeah, it, it spun. Well, my dad's Catholic. Good. I mean, my dad's Catholic in the lightest in, in the lightest sense of the word. Last Catholic is what I call my dad. Uh, like he's Catholic because he got baptized. That's about it. Uh, Sorry, I just had a reality bites joke come into my head. I guess you could call me a non-practicing Jew. Well, hey, I'm a non-practicing virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but I identify as a virgin. I no one identifies not. as a virgin. Pure as the newly fallen snow. That's me. Mm-hmm. All day long. Pure as the fucking snow. After, you know, three days of being on the streets of Denver. Pure as fucking being in shoveled snow. and run over by cars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Saga, Doug? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I started reading a comic called Saga. It's uh, Brian K. Vaughn, and unfortunately I can't remember the name of the artist who well, was amazing. Do you want me to Thank find you. it? Yeah, can you pull that out? Yeah. Um, but uh, 
the artwork is so uh, great and time-consuming that it actually, it's uh, Fiona Staples. That's right, that's right. Oh, this is actually, I'm reading this book at home. Um, uh, just stunning artwork, stunning story. Um, it's about kind of uh, star-crossed lovers who are on, um, the mom and dad are on um, different sides of like an intergalactic war. They, of course, fall in love, have a baby. The story's actually told, is narrated by the child. Mm-hmm. Whether it's as she's a kid or when she's grown up, I'm not quite sure, because the last book is coming out at the end of September. Um, but they, uh, it's such a time-consuming comic that they actually take, I think Brian K. Vaughn said, like, four or five months between each, like, story arc, so that he has the time to write to give um, Fiona Staples the time to do the to art. Because the art is amazing. And... Saga was one of those. I bought the first book based on a recommendation of a friend. Um, Who recommended it to you? Uh, Danny by uh, t- from uh, Tether by Letters. Okay. Um, I was gonna say because Brandon has been trying to get me to read it since he knew I liked comics. Yeah, and uh, she suggested Saga, and I went, yeah, 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 whatever, and was kind of flush with cash and bored uh, last week, and went to Mile High, picked up a couple books, picked up Saga book one. That was on Saturday. Sunday I went back and got books two, three, and four. Not since Preacher have I read anything like that quickly, so intensely, so intently, um, that I immediately go back for more books. Hmm. Not since Preacher have I done like a whole, like, I read a book a day, bam, 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 bam. Um, I I can't recommend it enough. I don't want to say anything about it in terms of um, spoilers, but... It's it's by Brian K. Vaughn did Why the Last Man, mm-hmm. and Why the Last Man to me is like one of those like, here's what you're gonna be known for. You're gonna write other stuff and it's gonna be good, but it's not gonna be like the one in a million idea that was Why the Last Man. Nope, it's right there with it. Saga's just as good. Cool. Saga is yeah, it's super high concept. The robot, um, the robot monarchy that gets introduced is great. Because there's, like, Prince Robot 4, and then there's, like, Baron Robot 13, um, and it's, like, humanoids with TV heads. Um, but he, Brian K. Vaughn wrote it after his wife had their second child, so there's a lot about, like, raising a kid in it that, you know, you and I have children, like, when you read it, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, 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 this is written by someone who's got a baby, got a toddler, got right. a, like, you know what I mean? Different um, stages of children. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but the great uh, their babysitter is a ghost of half a kid half a teenager she got blown up by a landmine and uh, she bonds. and she still has to fucking babysit what kind of well life they is that? she to to get rid of they pay her well what? to get to Ectoplasm? get to get to get Oops. off the planet like, she can take him on a shortcut to get these like. Um, spell ingredients because uh, one half of the war is fought with magic the other one's technology of course um, you know. so she takes some she goes I can show you a shortcut to get the spell ingredients but in trade you're going to have to get me off this planet because I don't want to be here anymore and they go well how do we get you off a planet and she goes I have to be tied to another soul and they tie her to the baby and basically she only exists at night so she acts as like a babysitter She's so the, the parents nurse. can sleep yeah, yeah. So actually kind of brilliant. And she can form, like, illusions to keep the baby safe. It's actually really... Like, once again, I'm doing a bad job describing it, but it's fucking amazing. So I mean, it's it's a it's a critical darling. Yeah. 
Well, you um, brought as well up, it should be. Uh, you brought up robots. Have you seen the first episode of the show Humans yet? No, but it's I looked it AM, up. It's on AMC. Uh, I watched it. I like it so far. Um, it's a little... It's it's British. So they're like Cylons, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Cute. Not, not even close. Cute. Uh, we needed him for the Battlestar Galactica question last night. Yeah, right. Question. Uh, what was the only TV show? What was the name of the not, Battlestar? No, what was the only TV show that did not take place, place in the twenty third century? And there were a bunch of them. Uh, so anyway. Oh, there was a list, and you had yeah. to figure. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So um, it's in the future. People are using you know humanoid robots. As it's like AI. I'm not AI. Um, I robot esque in terms of like servant. Yeah, robots. except these are way more human awesome. looking. Like they. So fuckable is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that, I guess. They haven't really gone into that yet. Um, Sorry, Honkatron's in the background. But, so there's this family of you know three kids, a husband and wife, and the wife is some kind of attorney or something, so she's always she's gone a lot on trips, and the husband's kind of at wit's end on how to handle the household and the kids and everything else, and so he goes off and buys this um, robot, who's you know of course really hot. Um, the little girl, the, the, the smallest daughter, um, loves the robot immediately, thinks of her like a friend, and you know has her read to her and all kinds of stuff. The dad really likes her as a helper, because she like cleans the house and cooks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The daughter, older daughter, is I think kind of in the spot of like she's trying to figure out the, the social ramifications of this coming into the world, and, and all right, that. Yeah, right. um, the son, who's like maybe 13, of course, Sees her as a sex put object. Her, yeah. 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 Wants ropes everywhere. And uh, and then the mom is threatened by her because she's able to take care of her family in a way that she's not. Well, she's I, I understand the psychological on that one, but that's not fair to the robot. Agreed. Um, oh my god, Doug, really? Hey, I'm all about robot American rights. So, uh, something else that comes out of the story is. Robo Americans. This particular robot had been. They show some flashbacks. This robot's being looked for by another guy because she represents something. Um, and then it turns into dark. Angel. It seems like it's gonna end up being like she's she's gotten into AI or she's become self-aware AI. and they're trying yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. Because um, there's other robots. Too. This guy that's looking for there's other robots that he's with that are self-aware and he's trying to kind of pull them together to I don't know, save them I guess. Oh, save them. Okay, so it's a uh, good it's a good hunt. So far, yes. So far, yes. Uh, okay. One of the robots, he is hiding in a brothel. Neat. Um, and so there's some weird conversations involving, like, how to turn off her pain receptors and shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then there's a, you know, um, so he's looking for her, and then, the, you know, the, the company that makes all these robots, of course, that's, like, experimenting on the ones that become self-aware to figure out what's going wrong. Right, right, right. Um, but again, only the first episode. So far, it's it's interesting so far from a from a social aspect because you see people treat them different ways. Um, well, yeah, they're treated like public William, property, secondary citizens. Well, so but William so William Hurt has one that's very old. It's like six years old. Apparently, that's like way past what, how long they're supposed to last. Um, last in terms of their like durability or just their their physical endurance. Their their okay their okay. hard drive and all that crap. That right. Well, I was asking about like yeah, in terms computer. of like yeah. Like, How long does your smartphone last? Like, maybe three years max. If you don't, well, I, I've had phones that probably could have lasted a lot longer than I had them. But. Mm-hmm. Afraid. Um, 
But no, so like William Hurt is another character in the show. He plays uh, an old man with Alzheimer's. His wife died not too long ago. Um, and William Hurt was alien, or <clears throat> who am I think? Who was in the? Who was the um, War Doctor of John Hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, you'll recognize him when you see him. Well, William Hurt's the one that's going to be in Captain America three, right? No. William Hurt. William Hurt's like 60, 70 years old. There's no way William Hurt's going to be Captain America. No, he's not. No, Captain no, America. going he's to be in. in. He was one that played. Um, oh, he played uh, General, General Ross. Ross in uh, yes. the Ed Norton one. Yeah, yeah he'll be in. He'll he's, be in yeah, Civil he's War. playing. He's staying. As that, that's Ross. what we're talking about. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, so I'm confusing him and John Hurt. Sorry. Yes, you are. Go ahead. Uh, so, William Hurt has this robot. He's been repairing on his own. He's, uh, you know, the, the social. Mm-hmm. Social welfare shows up and says, you know, we can give you this new one. He doesn't want the new one. And it comes out that basically he's, this robot is his memory. Because he has the Alzheimer's? Because the robot remembers him and his wife and all the things they did together. He's got Alzheimer's, so he's relying on the robot now. To, to remember To be things. his memory. Oh my God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, you know. Great. Very great. And there's, but... you know, there's other people that are just like, whatever, that robot's a fucking ticket taker or a street cleaner or, you know, and they're used to just do menial tasks. Or a whore. Or a prostitute, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's an interesting show so far. It, it's on AMC. Um, I was kind of curious what they're going to fill their their list of shows with now that because they, they've started losing them. Who's Madman's done? Madman's done. Walking Dead's off the air for now. They haven't brought well, in... Well, Fear the Walking Dead's... They what? still haven't given a fucking start date for that. Isn't it supposed to be in August? That's supposedly... I haven't seen an official start date for that yet. And then by the time that ends, it'll be October, so... Yeah, uh, so Walking Dead... Walking Dead proper will be back. But they lost, uh, you know, Breaking Bad and, uh, and Mad, Mad Men. Men. So... Yeah. I was curious what they're gonna fill it with. So far, this they're struggling with a few of their shows. Like some of their shows are just like, oh, that was on AMC. Okay. Yeah. Well, they've um, still got Hell on Wheels, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's ending this season too. I think so too. Um, another show. Um, we talked about it before, but Mr. Robot had a second episode finally. Last I time. haven't watched it. Ones and zeros. Are you a one or a zero? Was the whole premise? You know, are you gonna? There's a, there's a logic argument basically saying you know you either do something or you don't it's that the no matter what the decision is you're on is, and off your binary yeah no matter that, interesting that's how the way they look at life is you know you're either you're either a one or a zero you're on or off you you do something or you don't do something that is the basic of every like of every really choice you make star wars right now of every choice you make no matter you know yes there's some gray but at its core every decision you make is do something or don't do something do or do not. There is no try. Damn it! Sort Tried of. to keep that in. Yeah, except it looks way cooler coming from Christian Slater and over from Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and you know, of course, <clears throat> it's it's got more uh, moral decisions for Elliot in it. Is that the main characters? Yeah, yeah. Elliot. Uh, I'm trying not to I've make... I've got to touch things. I, I really want people to watch the show, so I'm trying not to give spoilers. Um, but I was very happy with the second episode... Because I was concerned with the first episode, that was very, very good. The pilot was great. I wanted to see if they could. We I wanted, about that. I still want to see if they can make an entire season of this as good as now the first two. Because um, it can't be easy. I mean, some of the shit they're writing is very. It's very good writing. Um, and I'm actually not pissed off with the tech talk. So we were talking, which about is that also that hard. About ninety percent of it's accurate. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, get, they're, they're, they get a little goofy I mean, with there's it. There's a little artistic license in it. Um, 
You saw that in Sense Eight. Yeah. Where... Well, Sense Eight got a lo- the part of Sense Eight that pissed me off was when they met up with the the other hacker on the top of the parking garage. No, me and Bug. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I've got this and this and this." I don't think that. I don't this think... is NSA level. I'm like, "Oh God, come on." Really. I don't think that was. I don't think that was about the equipment. No, I think it was about Bug that kept calling him dude and man, and that was mm-hmm. this weird vestigial stump yeah. of His who pre- Michael was before right, versus previous life when he when uh, when she ends up banging uh, Martha Jones. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. So. <clears throat> I do want to start rewatching Sense Eight though. I really now that you know, now, well, I want to rewatch it and see what I missed because I'm sure I missed things. Oh yeah. Well, um, the the thing is, it started, it started, it started fast and slow. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like everything's coming at you really fast. And you don't know what the fuck's going on. But if you watched it now, you'd be like, okay, like they're really introducing it as right. they should. And then the middle is just all exposition where you're like, well, the middle. No, I like the middle though. The middle was them. I think I said this. When we that's talked where about the it. plot, the the I, whole plot. Dragged, well, but it's because it had to. The story's building, but at the same time, they do just make these characters suddenly. Oh, I've never known how to do this my, before in my life, so now I'm a superhero. I can just do it. No, they 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 built the characters. There's a learning curve. Their knowledge and their their experiences and figuring out who each other were and what they could and couldn't do. Like that was there's that a learning was the curve point the on all of them. Because when you see uh, the the bus driver try to uh, fight the second time. It does like this spinning kick and just lands, yeah. like just eats shit, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, oh no, he's about to get the shit kicked yeah, out of him," yeah. and then does. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so watch. How does he end up beating? Oh, he ends up beating them with a his own wits and be. Um, the Asian woman comes back. Huh? The Asian woman comes back. Her and Will. Yes, the cop. Because the cop manages to do the when he's at the shooting range. Yeah. Oh no, that was the the initial fight scene. Was the oh, shooting range, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he gets the kickbox. Yeah, Deb looks so bored, and I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna be talking about Sense Eight for the next like four months." Like, yeah, it's it was, fine. It was so really fucking good. good. I'll get around to it at some point. Um, so yeah. I have to watch Attack on Titan still, all day tomorrow. Still highly recommend. Yes. Still highly recommend watching. Are you really? Robot and now humans. Yeah. Okay. It's way better post humans than that dumb show you were talking about last week. What dumb show? Uh, I don't know the future dumb human humans eat humans thing. Uh, Wayward Pines. <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. <coughs> no, it was last. Week. Whatever. We talked about it briefly. The. I still haven't watched any of the. The giant people eating built. tiny people in Titan in Attack of Titan is way superior. Well, I, do, I loved. I've, I loved Attack on Titan. I've kept on. I've kept up with Wayward Pines mainly because it's the only show right now that's actually up to date on Hulu. Um. Just been watching my at midnight. I watch at midnight, but I watch that on Comedy Central app because then you get the uncensored version on Thursdays. Um, I still like Wayward Pines. It's starting to go a little different than I thought it would. So, yeah. I'll have That's to. What I, hear. I haven't quit yet. Like I said, I didn't quit. It's just after the reveal, I'm like, do I really want to keep watching? Well, I'm not I sure. haven't decided yet. There's gonna be another reveal or two or three. If they want the series to go on for any length of time, there's gonna have to be multiple reveals over the course of the multiple seasons. So, what did you just do? You just did you dumped just dump out your entire bag? I like that you all said bag, but in my head I heard purse. You like that fact? I called a purse. You identify as woman. No, not, no judgy. Yeah, no judgy. I'm fashion trans. It's okay. <laughs> I'm trans fashion. I would not say no, that at all. No. <laughs> uh, they're kind of lesbian shorts. 
Those shoes are definitely by Curious. I like the shoes, actually. No, 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 I was quoting 30 Rock. Oh. How could it's you like... tell I was... Why did you think I was gay? Your shoes, these shoes are not gay. Those shoes are definitely by Curious. <laughs> the podcast that identifies is a TV show. Sorry. Uh, uh. So what's next? I finished listening to that audiobook I was telling you about, Off to Be the Wizard. Which I ended yes. up, yeah. And I thought, you thought yeah. I was going to say off to beat the wizard, but we went very different ways with that. I ended up really liking the book. There's two more in the series, and I think I'm going to pick up pretty quickly. <clears throat> and it's actually pretty well thought out as well. And there's a running gag in it where you, ha- you actually do need a staff or a wand, and the first rule of being a wizard is don't make the obvious joke about having a staff or a wand. Are you telling us that, or...? No, that's the, the first rules. Don't make the obvious joke. Okay, what's the obvious joke? About having a staff or a, what is Doug doing with his hand right now? Stabbing a Killing vampire. vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Killing vampires. Telling him that my hips don't look fat in that drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure you know that the car doors go up, not out. Yes, exactly. I also look on my own on that one. Do, you, do your doors do you go doors up, up, up like this? No, no. no. Go like that. Trace Comas tequila. Oh God. What? It's Silicon Valley. The billionaire is all about um, three commas. That's how many commas are in a billion. And when he drops to like nine hundred, and all I can think is the three. He drops to like nine hundred ninety-eight million. million dollars, and he's like, "I'm out of the three commas club. I'm in the two commas club. This can't happen. I had to sell my whatever, like fucking." It's, uh, uh, Ducati, it whatever crazy, it was. No, it wasn't a Ducati. It was a, it was like McLaren something. Yeah, it was yeah, a crazy yeah. Sports car. Because the doors go up. Yeah, out. and his whole thing is about like the doors going up or three commas. Yeah, he's. A but he's got his own tequila, which is tres comas. Like I said, it just which makes is me Spanish think, for three commas. Like I said, it just makes me think of the three penis wine running gag from the league. No, the the one from Silicon Valley is so much worse. That guy's such a massive Tool. dickhole. Um, except for the part where he's talking about Jared, he goes, that guy, that guy fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, the, literally the most awkward guy on their team. Which is fucks. saying something. That guy fucks. He goes, that guy, that guy fucks. I'm gonna start saying that to people. Just to see what happens. Yeah. I like you. You fuck. Okay. The other thing I've been doing this week is rereading a series of books by J.R. Ward. And it's, I got to one of the books in the series, and I could almost, like, literally see the point in the book where she's like, I'm bored with writing this. And then this happened, and this happened, and I'm done. Like glittery vampire. Typewriter hand. It was literal typewriter hands. And it was one of those things where it's like, you know what, I get it, you've been writing this series for, like, 20 years, and you're bored, but maybe you shouldn't have signed the contract to do this many books. Just saying. I'm sure the money... And that's why I like writing in trilogies. Well, because it's... There's at least... 14 books in the series. Who's this? Uh, J.R. Ward, it's the uh, Brotherhood of the Black Dagger. Yes, they're my sexy vampire books. Go ahead, Ryan. Do they glitter? They do not. I was going to make a black dildo joke. They gleam. Can't do they wear, do they wear Black Axe Dagger? Hardly newer. Do they have Axe Body Spray? They do not have Axe Body Spray. Damn it. Do they have Xboxes? What? Or GameCubes? GameCubes. Damn it! You know, actually, in the series, they do not make any reference to GameCube or Xbox. Okay. Oh, Vampires must play video games. I mean, statistically What speaking. else would you fucking do? Right? You're alive forever until some jackass sticks you with a stick. 
Yep. Like nobody, nobody good space work there. We're talking, speaking of typewriter hands, you want to talk about Folly's guys? Jesus Christ. I'm surprised that series lasted as long as it did. I five like, seasons. This is the fifth season. It's the last well, it's one, on right? it's on what, mm-hmm. TNT? Yeah. It's not like they had anything And the first, the first couple seasons, I loved. Yeah. yeah I raved it. about I it. I was like, you it's like Walking Dead with Aliens. I did like the first two seasons. I stopped watching after like half of the third season. Oh, no. The minute they do like his like uh, premature, uh, prematurely uh, 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 grown. Yeah. Ropes. Um, no, when they like the, the when they, the podcast to conversations about ropes. No when applause, they, just when the they rope. have like the when they have the he bangs uh, Moon uh, Bloodgood or whatever fucking name is. But, okay. The the doctor. Oh yeah. The hot yeah. doctor. Yeah. Um, he bangs her. Doctor Quinn, a, medicine woman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she was totally hot in this. Jane Seymour keeping it tight. <laughs> But anyway, you know why? Because she bathed in ramen. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had like a baby, and then but like it was like part alien because of reasons, and then it's just so it like but like she like grows up faster. Of course. So yeah, of course. Now we're looking at V. And then yeah, yeah, and then like the aliens are trying to teach her how to control her powers. Cause of course, she has fucking powers. That was last season. I'm glad they're pulling a Highlander three, and they're just like. Yep, Lexi died. Here's her eulogy in the first five minutes of the episode. Moving on. Let's let's ignore that character because that yeah. was our weakest point. What they don't know is that her power was resurrecting from the dead after three days, and so yeah. Aww. That sounds familiar. Um, did they did they hang her on a tree first, or did they just put her on the ground? She blew up, uh, taking out a power plant on the moon. As you do, like you do. So my, Wasn't that so, a bot for an Austin Powers So movie? this moon unit, <laughs> alpha, alpha moon unit Zappa. So anyway, so last season ended with her and Tom, played by Noah Wiley, the main character, mm-hmm. Tom Mason, um, going to go blow up the uh, lunar power plant. Um, for the aliens? Yeah, the well, the, the bad aliens, which are the... Oh, that's right, the bad aliens. Deshanti or Vashanti or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Ashanti, that R&B singer from the 90s? Sade. No, Ashanti. She yeah, was a singer, she died in a car accident, right, or plane accident, right after... No, that's um, Aaliyah. That's Aaliyah. Ashanti's the one that uh, was doing a bunch of stuff with Ja Rule, and then he got uh, thrown yeah. in prison, and her career got dead, and then kind of killed. Mm-hmm. So, he ends up, like, she ends up piloting the ship into the moon thing, great, blows it up, they... Because the good aliens are called the Vulm. Uh, one of them is played by uh, Doug Jones, who we like. The Volva. The yeah. Volm. And then... Uh, They're called the Volva. So he's... Tommy ends up, like, trapped on a uh, out-of-control spaceship... Like Darth Vader? ...thing. Huh? Yeah. And he ends up, like, waking up in post... Or a pre-alien apocalypse um, Boston, and there's his wife. He went back in time. But... Like, there's a split second where when the camera pans before he sees his wife, there's, like, a mirror. Like, you see her in a mirror, and it's an alien. So, huh? Did your computer just make a noise? No, it's a car horn outside. Okay. Um, so this uh, season opens up with Tom Mason talking to his dead wife, who's really an alien, so it's obviously all telepathic. They return him to Earth, and they're like, you have to get mad. Like, you have to, like, be, like, angry to, like, beat the little the skitters and the hornets or whatever they, they name right. all the dumb aliens um and I have notes about this so oh God. basically 
Um, there are no aliens. This is getting goddamn ridiculous. Uh, there are no, like, little tiny bugs. Like, one, like, stings him at the very end, and he's like, oh, what, it's an alien bug. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. And three, so terrifying no bugs. one fucking dies in this show. You've been there when I've ranted about this. Actually, you have, because they did a few... This is the third time or... Tom Mason has been thought dead and come back. To the point where one of the characters is like, bullshit. Like, one of the guys actually calls him out and he's like, really? The man that can't die. No one fucking dies in this. That's the thing with Walking Dead is that people actually die. Yeah, they might come back as zombies. Zombie Merle. But, then they die again. Um... But yeah, this show, no, they're going to have to kill, like, so many main characters just to have the semblance of an emotional impact on this. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to have to kill, like, main characters. They killed a side character, and I was like, I don't even know who the fuck she is, so there's no emotional attachment there whatsoever. But the black guy survived for five seasons, so well, that's good on you, you black actually, guy. That's impressive. You know, actually, I actually black think guys. maybe he should be the only one that makes it. Like I everybody like else like, dies except for him. Kill all the white people. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, they're gonna have to beat the the skitters and the hornets and whatever. Um, but now that there's a third alien race involved in this, like I don't even know. Todd I've basically gotten to the point where it's on the last season. It's my my whole thing from Cougar Town. I don't care, but I've gotten this far. I'm just going to grin and bear it. Yeah, I tried to do that with a few series of books, but it got so bad I just had to stop. And she's still writing the goddamn books. So yeah, Falling Skies is Fuck back. You need a Blake. I'm glad that... <laughs> speaking of becoming a whore, because um, she goes all sex crazy to get superpowers. Well, the thing is that it's it's been like six books since I, I read this, the series, and it's still this. terrible. Huh? It's been like six books since I stopped reading the series. Apparently they got really bad when she got all slutty. Yeah, I know. That's why I stopped reading them. But she still keeps cranking this shit out. So to speak. No. The writer or Anita? Know Both. what I mean? Both. Psh. High five. Uh, i sorry, was that your high five sound? Psh. No. Oh. That's a slapping Brandon's asshole. Yeah. Did you say ass or asshole? Ass. Oh, okay. Why would slapping be asshole? Brandon's ass sound. Okay. Why would oh, sound. I'm going slapping his asshole. I'd be Why like, would I slap his asshole? Sounds like a vacuum. <laughs> it's like, nice face work, Doug. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of pulling a Highlander 3, I, you and I talked about this briefly. I'm really liking the previews I'm seeing for Heroes Reborn. Oh, yeah. Still haven't seen it. Those are the trailers. Yeah, just the trailer. The trailers are really good. I where have all the heroes gone? Yeah. Or where are the heroes? Where are the heroes? Yeah. And, and then you get, you know, Hero with the Soul Patch. And the sword. Well, because that's future hero. Mm-hmm. I was in for a Halloween. I make a, I'm, I apparently made a very surprisingly good Asian guy. How much eyeliner were you wearing? No. I don't need eyeliner. It looks like I'm wearing mascara half the time. It kind of does, actually. Yeah, I've got really thick eyelashes. Yes, thank you, Elizabeth Taylor. I'm not related to her. Okay. Awkward. App of the week, Ryan? Nothing? App of the week. No, there's an iOS app. Uh, <clears throat> called Retype. It's. I don't personally use these apps, but um, I know people who like to put typeset over pictures, or you know, they take some good thing. Um, really easy way to make a meme. Um, Retype is for iOS. It has like every font known to man. Um, there was another app too that I don't remember the name of. It, 
kind of was interesting. It basically has a. It seems to only work for Instagram though. It's like it's like a, a draw, like a pull up drawer from your, you know, so you slide your finger up the bottom mm-hmm. of your screen, and it queries Instagram for all the uh, hashtags that are currently being used, so oh. you can tag it with. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's it's been a week a week week in apps. I got a couple weeks ago. I got a, I meant to tell you about this off air because it's not really worth uh, doing a Apple thing about. But uh, it's just your Apple. Uh, I got Jobber. Yeah. Which is like Tinder for jobs. Really. You can literally swipe left and right based on the job descriptions. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's actually really cool. People like um, and then when you swipe right, it like brings up like how to submit your resume and, and so forth. And so That's on. actually really cool. I like um, that it's idea. all right, except that it there's somewhere I'm like I have to swipe left or right depending on like just I'm like oh I kind of want to save that one. It's not what I want, but I'd like to kind of chamber it or put a pin in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. you know, there's a there's and, a, and the the search parameters are really broad, so it's like oh, so you get a lot of crap. Yeah, it's like it's easier for me to open up like 19 tabs on a Craigslist thing than yeah. than use Jobber. Oh, but still an interesting idea. Maybe, Realize maybe that Jobber also oh, sounds like a slang term for something else. Hand job. Blow hand. jibber. Give me a handy. Be jibber. Oh, the hand jibber. Porn star of the week. Do you know that 60% of women prefer to give a blowjob than handjobs? Yeah, it's actually easier. Did you know that 100% of men prefer to get blowjobs than not get them? Well, no shit. Than not get them? Duh. Uh, Porn star of the week, this is a... Yeah. She's a new favorite. Um, Caprice. C-A-P-R-I-C-E. What, like the pants? That's it, yep. No, that's Capri. I just wanted to hear you say that. Um, she's this 26-ish-year-old uh, Czech girl, which is probably why she's my new favorite, because I have a, like, if I have a weakness, it's Eastern European women. Um, really? Most yeah. Most of the ones I meet, I'm not a fan of. No, the ones I meet are, uh, Jesus. Think about um, where I meet them. I know. Um, Think about where he meets them. In porn. <laughs> no, actually, in traveling to other countries. <laughs> You know how oh. you can tell this porn is from Europe? They don't make that wallpaper here. Because she starts with anal. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my. You started it. <laughs> I, I didn't say, um, oh, no. I said, oh, my. No, this girl is just stunningly gorgeous. Um, she's she's kind of hard to find videos of, but worth it. Um, she's, I don't know, maybe five, six, maybe, not even that tall, probably. Maybe 100 pounds. Dark hair, dark eyes, just just stunningly beautiful. You know, That's they like actually have a term for that. Petite. Pocket penis. Spinner. Actually is the term. I got in trouble at a job for describing Charlotte that way. <clears throat> yeah, don't do yeah. That's... What is pocket penis? No, it's a spinner. <laughs> wow. Charlotte, uh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That was all Doug. So And know, he hasn't returned your sock yet because he's creepy. But there is a uh, there is another um, I'll tie it into the porn star of the week. There's a new podcast called Get Sex Tonight. Sex spelt with three X's, of course. Um, we of talked course. we talked about it before. Caden um, Cross mm-hmm. and her husband yeah. are doing a podcast together, and there's like maybe eleven episodes so far. So far, it's actually pretty good. They're sticking with mostly mainstream porn stars so far. I really wish they picked a better name for the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, the triple X part makes sense, because they're all... Yes, but all... get sex tonight. I know. 
with the band name. Everyone gets laid. It's better than some of the other. I keep expecting a nineteen seventies Eastern European man in a leisure suit to start giving me advice on how to pick up women. Oh, they got a story about that after. Leisure suit. You got a nigger. Leisure suit, Larry. I'm sorry. Wait, you have a story about how to pick up women? New about Eastern European guys. We had a guy call. Very Russian, in terms of like it was like a Boris and Natasha like level accent. Well, he might not necessarily be Russian, but continue. Well, yeah, but it's all Russians um, that own the uh, all the businesses and buildings around us. So. Okay, so it's a small like little Russian yeah, pocket. Yeah. Okay. So, he's trying to talk to me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand, and he would. Go in and out of Russian. Sorry, he's Russian. And I said, "Hold on, let me go grab." Because he was talking about the cafe. I said, "Well, let's. I'll. I'll go next door where there's someone who speaks Russian." Oh, you wanted a translator. It basically, so I I hand the phone over to a coworker mm-hmm. um, who speaks Russian. Um, she talks to the guy and looks very odd the entire time, like very confused. The conversation ends, and I I said, "What What did he want?" And she goes. He wants to know when the cafe is open because he's looking for a woman to have sex with and he doesn't use his hands. And I'm like... I'm sorry, what does he think the cafe does? Apparently we're tender with coffee. He wants to come out and like... He sounded old, like I'm talking 50s, 60s. So the question is what Google search did he put in to find your cafe? I I assume that he's like... He knows that that's like a Russian vibe. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say community, but okay. Community, yeah. And that uh, he can just go hang out and sit in the cafe and stare at women while mentally fucking them. You realize that I've spent a lot of time around Russians, and that's not a thing. It is with this guy. not a Russian thing. I think you, unfortunately, met an old perv. An old Russian perv. Oh, to the point where my co-worker said, if you see a Russian come into the shop that you don't know, that's how many Russians we get in, if you see a Russian you don't know, come find me. Like, no, that's, like I said, I've spent a lot of time getting around. Because he wants the ladies to make sex at. I'm sorry, you say that at night. <laughs> Did he just say making fuck? Berserker. <laughs> okay, moving on, because I can't talk about this anymore. Well, you can. You I don't want to. to. Red shirts. Ryan, you said you had, what, like, one? I have a couple. Uh, there's an interesting... T- there were a couple of stories about drones this week. Like, you know, the little remote flying thing. Um, one was about a neighbor shooting down this kid's drone with a shotgun. Okay, I actually thought that was really funny. Um, and then the kid sued the guy. Well, because he, he, he didn't invade... The neighbor said that, don't fly your CIA shit over my house. Okay. Um... The, the kid still at the GPS unit apparently survived in the drone and he can prove that it didn't actually cross, cross the property, property line. Okay. But the neighbor shot it down with a 12 gauge. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And the kid sued him for the parts to repair it, which was about 800 bucks. Okay. So he's not like, I want $1.2 million. You no. Emotional of, distress. Yeah, it was, it was purely. Uh, like he's just suing to build. He just basically it. wanted to get his drone fixed. Uh, and the judge ruled in his favor. Get his drone on. And then, uh, if you're in, if you were in Seattle flying a drone over the uh, Pride Parade last last week, um, the police are looking for you. Because. Because it just fell out of the sky and knocked a woman the cold the fuck out. Yeah. And what? It just knocked this woman. This out. kid's drone. He was flying it over the Pride Parade. I'm sure getting video footage or something. Uh huh. And I guess the battery died. It, went, <laughs> it just went. Yeah, went like a. Boom! Storm. I mean, like like a fucking rock out of the sky and knocked this woman the fuck out. 
Mm. She's okay, but yeah. Yeah. Police are looking, Police for, are you. looking for you. So, uh, you might want to move or turn yourself in. Oh, yeah, just turn yourself in. They're going to find you. Well, it was an accident. It's a battery, you know. Um, tying into the whole Confederate flag yeah. thing we talked about last week. Excuse me. Walmart made an ISIS cake flag. You know that black flag with the uh-huh. ISIS, the, their, their war flag? Yeah. They made a cake out of the flag because apparently no one knew what that was. They just were told to please make this cake, so they did. So, and, and the only reason this got any notice was because, you know, the guy that was trying to buy the Confederate flag cake Cakes got told no and went, well, that's an ISIS cake. <laughs> and the people there are like, hey. But they still sold it to the person that ordered it. It cost about twenty four ninety five. And by the way, your uh, true Civil Marvel Civil War uh, Photoshop didn't come out well. Sorry, honey. No, uh, it's more of an apology to you. I, my my Confederate armor Iron Man didn't come out looking the way I wanted him to. Isn't that a good thing? Probably. Sure. That, and yes, I did almost pee myself laughing when they showed the clip at midnight of the people with the Confederate Pride Parade getting, getting into the car and, wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed that one. I, it's, it wasn't it's like even a, really a bad short wreck. Clip. It's it a guy just a... like filming it. No, it's a guy like filming it and bitching about it. And right as he's bitching about it, they get into a small car accident. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Karma. Do you guys have red shirts? Do we just keep? I do. Oh, I do, but I mean, we can always just go in order. It's not. A uh, well, the CEO of T-Mobile and the CEO of Sprint got in a Twitter war, <laughs> which is kind of amusing. So Sprint Sprint's got their like... all-in wireless plan now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they started editing it after they started selling it, and the people freaked out. Like, they were restricting video downloads to like 600k per second or something ridiculously slow. Yeah, they were throttling their uh, their data. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, so John Laguerre, the CEO of T-Mobile, comes on Twitter and says, uh, "I give credit to Sprint for swinging the bat when they do, but all in is a swing and a miss, guys." Hashtag Sprint like hell. Immediately, re- immediately that to that response is Marcelo Clar. Clare, whatever the fuck his name is, the CEO of Sprint. Uh, at John Laguerre, I am so tired of your uncarrier bullshit when you're worse than the other two carriers together. Your cheap, misleading lease imitation is a joke. You trick people to believe that they have a $15 iPhone lease payment when they, it's not true. You tell them that they can upgrade up to three times. You don't tell them the price goes up to $27 and they do. You say one thing, behave completely different. It's all fake show, so it's really hashtag T-Mobile like hell. This went on for, like, another day and a half. Just well, it seems back and like T-Mobile was being, like, kind of fun about it, and then Sprint's like, and the Sprint CEO let's like, just... Fuck you, my company's not making any money, I'm doing what I can! Yeah, pretty much. Suck my dick. Somebody got sand in their vagina, and things yeah. went south. Well, and if I was the CEO's friend, I'd have sand in my vagina constantly. But I'd be really wealthy to... because I'd have a lot of diamonds. It'd be gold dust in your vagina. Diamond dust. Oh, diamond dust? I really liked him on Take a bunch of sand, press that shit. He's in jail now, thank you. Um, I really liked him in jail. There's a weird video game that you can only get on the dark web. Um, I really like the Pirates of the Dark Web. It's called Sad Satan. Sorry, what? The game is called Sad Satan. Um, Stop, you had me in Satan. If you know how to get on the dark web, Go look for it. See what you think. It's kind of you're walking up and down a hallway, and there's lots of video, and there's weird imagery, and then lots of weird music, and there's a text file that comes with it that keeps popping open. 
with gibberish on it, like numbers and letters mm-hmm. and lots of six 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 shit. Um, it's I wouldn't call the game itself creepy. The audio is kind of creepy and yeah. unnerving. Um, so yeah, it, it's. But why is Satan sad? I don't know. Because he's stuck in the dark web with all the fucking pedophiles and Fair druggies. I, I have no idea. Um, that they didn't, I didn't really get that far. But if you're interested and you're bored and you want something different, go on the dark web and look for it. It's pretty easy to find if you know how to get on the dark web. I really hate that term. Yeah, me too, because all I can think of is... It sounds racist. When you and I were both trying to watch Hard Candy, even though it was damn near unwatchable. Mm-hmm. No, Eye Candy, excuse me. Eye, eye candy. candy. Oh, my God. It got canceled, by the way. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, even then they have... The shows versions, candy. They have their version of... They hacker have, show is awful. Like I said, they have their version of the dark web, which is called, like, Babylon or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I really would love to see CSI Cyber go the fuck away, too. Sorry, I fell asleep. Um, Prince... Has, is slowly taking his music off his back catalog off of every streaming media site possible. Like it's, it's not really disappointing when I want the Batman soundtrack. I'm not sure he could do it for the Batman soundtrack because Warner Bros. was technically on yeah. that. Um, but all of his old albums and stuff, there's like they're not on Spotify anymore. He's working on iTunes. He's they don't even listen to Prince anymore. I listen to Prince. Get your filthy whore I, know, like, he, I mean, every, maybe once a year or something it'll pop up. I, mean, I don't really try it. Once in a while if we're on pussy control, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. Um, oh, the uh, we've, I've talked about Google Photo. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, uh, yeah. oh, here we go. So, Google Photos and Flickr both, both have the same problem. It was um, only in a couple instances, though. This both, isn't, like, a system-wide No, thing. it's not system-wide. But it's still pretty fucking funny. Um, eh, I don't know if funny's the right word. The auto-tagging features of, of both companies have been praised as being extremely good, um, except, apparently, every now and then, they're racist as fuck. <laughs> because they'll identify black people as gorillas and apes. So if you don't, tag your picture of your friend that's black you should probably do that so that they don't get tagged unless the nickname is actually Gorilla in which case go for it yeah knock yourself out uh, so hopefully of course Google and Flickr or you took a picture with a gorilla Google and Flickr are both apologizing like crazy um, well yeah I doubt that was anyone's intention I'm sure there's some no weird. and it's like two out of every yeah it's not 10, all the pictures photos or something. it's not all the it's, pictures it's something so statistically insignificant but but Socially, I mean, yeah, it, it's, or culturally, it's it's it's, it's, it's a thing. not good. Um, so that'll I'm sure that'll get fixed soon. And then my last red shirt, um, and I think I talked about the Isle of Man TT on here before, the motorcycle race. Yeah, yeah. Um, the really really the, dangerous. Yeah, one? Yeah, the one that's been going on since like 1907. The you're all gonna die one. It's yes, the the oldest and uh, deadliest motorcycle race in the world, and uh, there are over 200 people have been killed now in that race. Um, Vimeo actually produced a documentary about it. It's actually really, really good. Um, about the racers, the history of the race, and why these people race. And I think they're selling it for like five bucks. Um, but yeah, it was worth the five bucks. It was very good. Crazy interesting, actually. Because these guys aren't... Like most of the people that race in that race, they're not... Um, their, their job isn't motorcycle racing. It's not like watching... You know, the, 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 like the course. Racers. It's not like racing, watching the course races that they do on like speed or something. These guys, you know, they might have a couple of sponsors, but their main job is basically like, I'm a plumber, I'm an electrician, I'm a ditch digger. You know, they're just normal guys that. With a death wish. Yeah. So. Pretty much. So go watch it. It's worth it. And uh, if you need Prince albums or Prince songs, don't go to Pandora or Spotify anymore. Go to BitTorrent. 
where you can find the Beat Holmes show. <laughs> yes. A lot that of Beat Holmes My show now available on BitTorrent. I was like, aww. Aw, poor Beat Holmes. I watched the Beat Holmes show. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. <clears throat> but it wasn't terrible. I did like the Batman episodes. Yeah, well, and, and the, the, one, uh, the, the, the Street text. Fighter human resources were always oh, really yeah, funny. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I'm out. I don't know. How many? How many you got? I'm tapping uh, in. Just a couple. One, I cannot believe you didn't get back to me about that thread I sent you with the superhero sex or the comic sex. Well, the I I was gonna. The thing is that when you do mass texts, well, it's just me. Lizzie will always immediately text me on my own to explain what's going on, or like you. Oh, you, you seem to send us both something, and then I reply in the mass text. Oh, that's because you... And then you... Well, so I don't... Okay, so when I when I reply to a message, I never... First off, I never send out mass text messages like mm-hmm. that. When I send the same thing to both of you guys, it's to one. It's it's going to both of you at the same time, but they're but marked separate as individual threats. messages. Oh, okay, because I always thought you were just texting me to explain what was going on, no. and I'm going... Because it was the one with the, the whatever it was, and you were like, uh, and I was like, well, where the hell have you been? And you were like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's because you replied to something she had sent, like, days later. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but no, I, I did want to say um, back to you, like, of course, number one's The Pro. Yes, and I love that comic. It's such a random thing, too. And it's so Garth Ennis, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, I mean, I have always been, and I've said this before, I'm always a huge fan of Amanda Connor's art. Um, always have been, always will be, and it was perfect for that comic. Well, and it's also just one of those man of just, woman of tissue jokes. But it's like, move your head, I'm gonna come, and then it takes out a plane it wing. It takes out a fucking wing. And then wing. he has to save the plane, With his pants but he forgets that his dick's out, and you see, like, the fucking cum trail coming off. <laughs> of the it. ropes! Like, and then she, they, they have to explain that, like, to the justice, or whatever they, they call themselves the Justice League, and they're like, yeah, you need to get her out of there. Doesn't she, what is it, she beats up a fucking, she beats up a, a, a bank robber and then pees on her? Because she, like, punches her in the tit or something? Something like that. And she's like, you're a fucking cunt! Like, in front of, like, the UN, they're trying to, like, blow up the UN, and she's like, punches this supervillain out and then, like, just squats and pisses on her face in front of, like, God and everybody. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that night, I totally... Like that's what I'm. I'll buy. I'll buy you the pro list. Yeah, you should. You be the would pro. Like that's a one where I'm like, I feel safe spending that money, knowing you will appreciate it. Okay. But I mean, also they have the you know the very I can't say iconic but well known Superman finally banging Wonder Woman yeah. and causing world catastrophe, destroying worlds. Oh, from uh, Dark Knight Returns two or whatever that was. No. Yeah. Dark Knight Strikes. Dark Knight Strikes, yeah, Dark Knight Strikes again or whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Earth moved. Yeah. Uh, Clark, I, I felt the earth move. Hey, she came. It's fine. Did and she, then immediately goes, I'm she, pregnant again. She faked it. She immediately says, I'm pregnant again. Like, and their whole like thing with like their first kid in that is like, why would you bring another kid into this? Like, they have to keep it a secret. Brainiac and Lex Luthor want to use it as a weapon. Like, her name's what, is it Kara? I, I believe it's a not a Supergirl. Um... Why would you want to bring another child into that? I'm sorry, what are her options? Coat hanger. Swiss motion. I don't think that... Kryptonite hang, uh, coat hanger. Kryptonite coat hanger. <laughs> oh my god! That would awesome. be a great band name. 
kryptonite. Oh, oh, it would be a great. That'd be a really great right? band name. Oh, right. Oh. If someone starts a band called Kryptonite Coat Hanger, you know who'd open up for them? Pussy Canary. Yes. And Teenage Python. Yes. That needs to be a lineup for Denver Comic Con next year. Those would be all superhero names. Pussy Canary followed by Kryptonite Coat Hanger. You realize that I would be Pussy Canary, you'd be Kryptonite Coat Hanger, and he'd be Teenage Python. Podcast League of America. We need a purple rhino. Probably Brandon. I don't know, I haven't seen him. No, it's because the sneeze thing. (laughs) Oh, okay. Purple rhino on our Is that what it's like when he comes? He sneezes when he comes? No. Why would anybody sneeze when they can't? I don't know. Why would he keep his mouth shut when he comes? My mouth's not shut. Just no noise comes out. Okay. That's, you know? that's even you'd worse, think actually. Be, you'd think it'd be shut in case there was some kind of, like, runoff from the ropes. Yeah, good point. Because yeah. you don't want to catch that shit in your own mouth. Anyway. Nah, baby, gay. What else you got for Red Team? Red shirt. Red Team, Jesus. I like Red Team. Um, as I mentioned to you briefly, MTV put up the first episode of their Scream TV show. Mm. I almost watched it. It's pretty horrible. <clears throat> was it the whole I episode, or was it only seven minutes? I thought it was only seven minutes. They put up the whole episode the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah, they put up the entire episode the, the next day. The ropes of the on, episode. On. <laughs> okay, now we're reaching. You're back okay after that one? I think I pulled a muscle <laughs> Anyways, um, it's as bad as you think it's going to be. It's actually got a lot of interesting elements of, like, classic slasher flick in it. Like Scream did. But I hate the fact that all the actors look like they're 25 and they're supposed to be teenagers, and one of the teachers looks the same age as the kids and is banging one of his students. Like, please. you do. You know, like you do. Why else would you be a teacher? Mm Mm-hmm. To mold young minds. It also bothers me that there is not a, like, they set up the main female lead to be, like, the only likable character, but all of her friends are fucking horrible people. Why would you be friends with this person even if it's high school? Like the horror film maven guy? Yes. Is that real? They're they're already teasing him on being the villain. Which obviously it's not going to be, but yeah. Yeah, they totally have the horror guy. And he's already done his whole, you know, the slasher film should be. And how, you know, teenagers in the woods drunk partying by a lake where there was a serial killer. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Kevin in the Woods was the best one on that one. Normal rules don't apply anymore. This is a sequel. I wonder if the rules don't apply to a TV show. TV shows would have their own rules, yeah. Yeah, you would think. Hmm. But they'd have to be aware that it was a TV show and not a movie. Because the guy knew that it was a movie... See, end up taping is the last one testament in the second one, or for the second one rather. So here's is that the Jamie thing Kennedy. Though. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Here's the thing, though, is that the actress who played Sin and Arrow is one of the leads yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think her name's Bex, like B E X, her mm-hmm. first name. I don't remember her last name. And it's like they built her up to do a lot more shit on Arrow, and they never followed through with it. So it's like, did she leave Arrow to work on this piece of shit? Maybe she doesn't need money. I mean, and it would be a lot more money. They didn't kill her character in Arrow. They could still have her come back. No, they didn't. But they have the weird subplot where Sarah was taking care of her because her dad was the pilot that died on the island. Oh, what if they were lesbian lovers? Thanks, Doug. That's the scissor sound. You have any red shirts, or can we just move on? 
the applause just the clam of like I got nothing. Um, <laughs> no, there was applause. It just sounds like clapping in a vacuum. Uh, my only red shirt is that yippee after what almost a year and a half of hunting through blind packs. Oh, we finally got Superboy. Could you finally get a fucking Superboy? No, 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 no. Brandon got him Superboy. He used his magic rare rare item power and pulled him a Superboy. Uh, In in that batch, I also got a... You should never pull a Superboy. Because then you get super ropes and it's illegal. Move your head! Um, <laughs> but I did also, I didn't tell you this, um, I got uh, the age of, the two Age of Ultron ones you got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an Ultron Sentry. Mm-hmm. All right. um, and uh, Iron Man. Oh, you I got could always Iron use Man. an nice. Iron Man. Which Iron Man? Hulkbuster Iron Man? Or just no, Man? no, regular Iron Man. Um, if it was Hulkbuster, I, you I would have flipped the sh- my shit. <laughs> would have ropes everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah. Mad ropes. Totes ropes. Don't ever say that again. Um, but in the same 24-hour period, because I got a package in the mail, um, I get, shut up. Just shut the fuck up and let me get through this. Um, in the same 24 hours, I got the Superboy we've been hunting for, and I got my Joss Whedon. Oh yeah, the one that's invincible or whatever. I got a Joss Whedon, a Stanley, a Harry Knowles, and, um... Harry Knowles. (laughs) Shut up. And a Morgan Spurlock. So, um, I still haven't watched the documentary that came with, but, uh, the Comic-Con for a fan's hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll probably watch it this week. Yeah, I'm super psyched that I got Superboy and Joss Whedon for Euroclix. So you'll watch the documentary because you can't go to the Comic-Con this week? Oh, to San Diego? Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go to San Diego anyway. They're keeping it for till 2018. Yeah, I saw, I read that article. They're keeping it in San Diego. It's going to be in San Diego until 2018. They've renegotiated. It's just so fucking Well, crowded. and they were going to have an expansion, but the people didn't vote for it. It's all in this limbo hell now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be great. Like five, if it was started five years ago, it would have started to be ready now. But they didn't, so now we're doing... You know, but now everyone will get the nerd flu for the next how many years? Because you're all packed in like animals. See, I, well, actually, like, I actually like the creator name for that, was which is uh, Concrud. We used to call it that at Defcon too. Mm-hmm. It's um, like being on a cruise; everybody gets fucking sick. Yep. But part of that's from the sea. The cruise flu. I'm in seasick. So corrections done. Yes. Uh, flat scan is not from scanners. Flat scan is actually oh. from the X Men comics. Okay. Well, I didn't say he wasn't from the X Men comics. I thought it was a. I, I thought there was a reference to scanners, uh, two flat scans. I think they were called like no scans or something. Okay. Though. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, like the actual term flat scans is from X Men. Because we got into the talk about the '90s with the Friends of Humanity, um, racist group. <clears throat> That's it. The the KKK of was the, the uh, X Men. Hmm? That was the only one. Yeah. We actually haven't had a lot of corrections as of late. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> or Brandon can sit there correcting. Doug. Thank you. You're Excuse welcome, me. Doug. As long as you know I appreciate that, thank you. You are very welcome. And I appreciate that I said you're welcome, because that shows that I was brought up well. Well, apparently in mistakes we made this week, we don't thank Doug enough. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> We're going to make up for it in spades over the oh, next yeah. few weeks. You're going to be really sick of us thanking <laughs> you. Like, the next person who fucking thanks me, I'm just going to fucking slip I'm not doing shit for anyone so they don't have to say thanks. Yeah, I figured that's I will find a reason to thank you. 
Like, Don't thanks for driving yourself to the podcast. Thanks I'd be for like, being God here. damn it! Thanks, thanks for, for doing what you said you were going to do and getting a car. I'd be like, God damn it! Thanks for giving me ideas on ways to thank you when I'm out of ways to thank you. Yeah, coming up with ideas on I mean, I don't even need to think about it. I just let you talk. Once you get on a submarine, then not have a career, then hang yourself. No. Wow. Really? Really? trying to think of another yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. Okay. Mm-mm. Next. Uh, actually, unless you guys have any mistakes you made this week. No? I made that joke. I, I only told... Joke would be charitable. I've only told Doug thank you at least maybe ten times. Uh, mistakes we made this week. We trusted Polly to convey an answer. Oh, God. What does that even mean? We didn't win trivia so, last night. We didn't win trivia last night because... So the last question was, put these in order. The foundation of the Federal uh, Federal Reserve. Uh, first Harley, Harley Days and Motorcycle gets released. Uh, Scaling Everest. Scaling of Everest by Sir yeah. Edmund yeah, 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 Hillary. Blah, blah, blah. And... I was JFK's. JFK's P- PT-109 gets rammed by Destroyer. And I had them... Like, Polly comes outside because I smoke a cigarette. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, well, the Federal Reserve was founded in 1913. So that's that. Uh, and then Harley Davidson came out in 1903. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Himalaya, and I'm like, and the Himalayas were in a, were in the 50s. That was the 50s things, like 53 or so. I said, I'm not sure where the PT 109. He goes, well, that was World War II. I'm like, well, then there you go. So it's, we put them in it's order. Harley, Federal, right. PT, and then uh, Hillary. Hillary. <clears throat> and he goes inside, and apparently he said, I think it's Hillary. Oh, sir, Hillary. Sir yeah, Edmund yeah. Hillary. And Ryan and I stay outside because at that point right. we've been fucking with our phones. Because, because. He, he, went, he went in. Well, he went in, and I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure, because they were like, no, 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 the scaling of Everest was earlier. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was in the 50s. And finally, after Paulie left to go give him the answer, I pulled out my phone to look it up. I'm like, no, look, it was 1953. So, but we come to back avoid in, cheating and avoid being there, right? accused of cheating, I stayed outside until the answers are coming up. And they all, we go back in, and they're like, I'm like, you guys bet everything, right? And they're like, we didn't turn one in. And by that point, we I'm can't. I'm like, why the fuck not? They're like, well, because Polly wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah, I told Polly the answer. Like, I gave, excuse me, wow, gave the fucking answer. Like, this was the answer, and of course I was fucking right. Um, so we ended up coming in third because we lost the tiebreaker for second place. Yeah. But we would have fucking murdered it if we'd gotten that one right. Yeah, we just flat out won. So, meh. Meh. Just a contract. Do it yourself. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And thank you. And thank you, yeah. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!